You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Making Waves Listen, hey, welcome Glad back to Making pants. Waves uh, 13. Obviously, that's Al um, paying tribute to one of his heroes, obviously, Eddie Van Halen. And he, uh, hell, where he's everyone's hero. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Um, welcome, guys. It's, it's, it's Making Waves number 13 here on September. Oh, I'm sorry, shit. God, I'm so it's lost. Close. I'm it's close. I'm so lost oh, seriously from yesterday that I, I can't even make sense of anything right now. So October 7th, it's... Make It Waste 13. And guys, we are stoked here because one of our dear good friends, one of the Shiprock family, for fuck's sake, is here. Chad, make some noise for Chad. Oh, oh, me. me, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) And you guys know Chad from Wilson and also the Shiprock. So welcome. Uh, so real quick, guys, if this is your first time to join us on Making Waves or if you've, you've come back, we, we thank you for coming back. Remember, you can ask questions for Elias in our comments as you follow along or just uh, just listen to the stories that these guys are going to tell. Pour yourself a drink or just sit there quietly, whatever you want to do. Uh, so we just had out. And by the way, guys, the lamp tonight, pure Van Halen. 
It's got, yeah. it's got what, what happened to Al? Does, does Al not hang out? Is he not hanging nah, out? He's gone, man. He did oh, his part. Oh man. It's red so, guys. It's red. So it is. Thank I you. love it. It's beautiful. Listen, um, just a tip, and then he's got a dip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it's it. Classic I get Al. It. I get so it. So, guys, everyone, again, sorry, we're a little, a little all over the joint today. Uh, welcome again, Making Ways 13 with Elias from uh, Nonpoint and Chad from Wilson. Hey, listen, guys, real quick. Uh, Al just did a little uh, montage there of, of Eddie V. Um, real quick before we start, I, just your thoughts on on the guy. Uh, it, it, it honestly, it's it, it happened so soon. I know everyone's saying that it's 65 is, you know, it's, it's around the same age that, you know, I lost my dad and it, it definitely felt way too soon. So, you know, I know a lot of people are hurting BC, our old guitar player named his daughter, Halen, uh, after Eddie and, and it was like his hero. So, um, we all immediately got, you know, on the phones and, and, and reached out because we knew it was going to be like, you know, one of his uncles kind of passed. So it yeah. was, uh, it was, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's hit pretty close to home. Yeah. Chad. Yeah. I mean, I learned how to jump from Van Halen, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, for real, the, I did my, when I was younger, right. You know, like, uh, my, yeah. my parents used to bop me up and down. I mean, that was some of the first, uh, like real guitar playing. I think of that I can remember hearing. And also the, the thing that was beautiful about Eddie in general is like, I mean, the fucking band is named after the guitar player, right? And how many times do you, and there's a vocalist, right? Yeah. So like, how many times do you see like that sort of legacy lend itself as far as uh, just from being an innovator of not only the instrument, but um, our, our game, you know, what we do as a living. And he changed mm -hmm. the game for a lot of guitar players, put them in the spotlight for sure. Yeah, I, you uh, know, people are always game. talking about uh, what's the difference between Hendrix and, and Eddie Van Halen. And my take always been like Hendrix, you didn't know what you're seeing. You, you just didn't know what it was because it was so new. Eddie, you kind of knew, but you're like fathom, like how in the hell am I going to play like that? But he did make people pick up their instruments. And listen, he's a soundtrack to everyone's youth. There's yeah. no doubt about it that that band, I mean, yes, they Hagar and everything, but that first six albums, that's like the template. So anyway, uh, listen, uh, we want to give a shout out to, to Wolf, Wolfgang Van Halen. Wolf, he's part of the Shiprock family as well. Um, he's been on us, uh, on with us and as he played with Tremonti and, uh, I know he's hurting too. So, uh, prayers to him and his entire family and all the fans out there for Van Halen, but enough about that. Let's get on to what music is about and that's bringing us together and having some fun and, and joyful. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and let Elias and Chad talk and, uh, let's get on with the show. This is going to be a good time guys. So everyone, uh, buckle up. I'm so happy that I get to see your face because uh, there's oh. one thing that I like you walking into like a room at the, I remember. So I've been a huge fan of nonpoint since, uh, you know, since the band existed and I was a wee, uh, uh, you know, a wee little rocker, you know, I started playing guitar and learned some of my first guitar licks to your early records, the, the specifically what we we're going to talk about, uh, this evening. And, um, whenever I saw you the first time I met you on ship actually, uh, I, the first ship rock that Wilson played, I was so nervous and, uh, we had a mutual friend from years ago, uh, in this band called sunset black Brandon. And, mm -hmm. uh, I called him before I got on the ship and I said, cause I was a huge fan. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to meet Elias. He's like, dude, I was kind of freaking out, you know? And, uh, he said, dude, coolest dude ever, brah. Don't even worry about it, brah. You know? <laughs> 
And uh, oh, Brandon, and, and, that's so Brandon. <laughs> yeah, and I can't, we came out and we, you know, we we got along not only swimmingly, but like your face in existence, it lights up a room, man. So I just wanted to say it's cool to do this face to face and Thanks, not like man. over the call, you know. Oh man, I I, I appreciate it. You you you've always been a, a, a again a sweet face and a a kind heart in our in our entire genre. So uh, it's good to see other smiling faces. Um, Oh my God! Especially right now, right? Yeah, I feel like it's 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 good, it's good mojo, and um, I feel like it's infectious. So, um, uh, you know, you know, birds of a feather. <laughs> they gotta flock together. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. You guys have been working your your before we started this. We're talking about some of just some of the projects that you have pushed through in this time down, and probably mm-hmm. and be honest with you, dude. Like, um, I don't think we've had as me, uh, another guest on here that has been that busy. You know, that I put all those things in perspective during this time and utilizing what is a very dark period of time for music to find and give hope to us fans. But not only that, pin hope for the future. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, can I? Can we just jump right into it? Can I ask yeah. you about about the Remember Me campaign? Yeah, I, I watched that come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we um, I feel like a, a bit of a broken record because I I, I mentioned this before, but you got to kind of see the scope of where we were coming out of um, over the last about two and a half years. I mean, you you've been following us for years. We we really have had you know, our, our, our handlers and our managers and our labels and, you know, agents and everyone, uh, you know, we came up at a time where it was a lot of people taking care of, you know, a lot of artist uh, teams yeah, you know, yeah. that took care of you. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my, my education was, was always very neophyte um, when it came to uh, staying ahead of the curve of, watching what the industry was doing and being able to adjust. And, you know, as we got to the, this 10th record, um, you know, we were looking at a lot of things and making a lot of decisions. And, you know, uh, a friend of mine, you know, posed a question about our socials and about a lot of our content. And they felt like, you know, we were this amazing live band and we really needed to capture it. So, uh, you know, we brought on uh, this amazing photographer, Francesca Ludicar, who oh, has, yeah. who's basically, uh, you know, become our creative director, um, you know, and, and pointed our direction at our socials and helped us, you know, figure out what it was that our audience was going to bring our audience back to our, our online uh, profiles. Um, and one of the things was, you know, our, our online show, I mean, our live show. So, you know, she really got in there. Frankie's amazing. That's that her, her skill set behind the cameras is unbelievable. Um, but then, you know, with that also came this, uh, just unbelievable knowledge of how, you know, social media works and how profiles work. Um, and we really took a 
you know, me in particularly, I just jumped right into it and decided that I was going to learn everything I possibly could about it. Um, I started doing a lot of marketing, uh, started learning how to write a lot of ad copy and captions, and then really just started diving into our, our uh, you know, all of our social, you know, profiles. By the time we looked, two years later, we had doubled our Instagram numbers and, uh, you know, our engagement was literally four or five times what it used to be. And then we started doing other things on our socials that we had never done before, like selling merch. I know that sounds crazy, but we really didn't have a lot of our, uh, you know, those kind of ducks in a row because again, we had people that kind of took care of that stuff for us throughout our, our careers. Um, right. And then, you know, we, we took that, uh, uh, you know, that, that kind of direction and then we started dropping our, our music into it and uh, got prepared for a new record and went into the studio and started to toss around some stuff and, you know, went home to take a bit of a break and a hiatus just to, you know, just get our heads uh, kind of cleared up and then bang, the pandemic hit. Um, and then it was, you know, coming off the heels of two years of really curating our socials you know, people are like, where's not point? Where's not point? Where's not point? And we're like, Oh, we wanted to take a break. And then it was like, no, we can't take a break right now. People, people are bummed out. Uh, you know, we'd like to have fun on our socials and engage with our audience. I like to make our fans laugh. It's just something I like to fucking do. Um, and, uh, you know, we came back immediately knowing that, you know, we had to address, COVID and everything that was going on. So we started with Alive and Kicking. Um, and it immediately took. And, you know, we were more nervous that it was going to get lost in the traffic of, of everything else that was going on. Um, but m more so, it just gave somebody else, somebody, it just gave everybody something to kind of lean on more than anything. Uh, and then coming off the heels of that, we had a lot of uh, essential workers and <clears throat> what we started calling the non-essential essential workers that, you know, when you're a nurse or a, a doctor or a police officer or a fire, you know, person, you, you choose to, you know, to, to throw your life into that, you know, think of someone else's safety before your own, obviously you're trained, um, but you're built that way. Uh, you know, delivery people, stock people, uh, you know, grocery store workers, cashiers, they did not ask for this shit, you know, right. and they don't get paid doctor money, nurse money, police money. They have to go and, and deal with something that, you know, um, uh, you know, those same people that are compensated for it, but also too are built for it. Um, are dealing with so i felt like that we felt like the band felt like that that needed to be addressed too because our fans were reaching out going thank you for addressing this because we're out here like what the hell's going on and you know we need more people addressing it so that's when remember me uh came up 
And, and what was your, was your first original intentions there to uh, obviously create some sort of, I mean, everybody's looking, you know, everybody's looking for some sort of support, right? Like, I don't know if I can make it, or like you said, nobody's even, don't even cares that I'm putting myself in the line of business because Michael, I'm not going right. to shut down. So how do I, how do not just necessarily, I should get paid hazard pay, right? That's the version right. of your, your mind might go there, but people aren't thinking about the fact that like, we're talking about the heart and soul of our country of our economy of how we as people get from a to b gas stations right or how we get from tomorrow is the sustenance in our bodies you know and yeah. all those massive pieces of a of infrastructure just for human existence and yeah. totally underserved right at this period of time so <clears throat> thinking about like you said and underappreciated so oh. underappreciated and and screaming you know, at people in stores while they're you know like while they're just yeah. trying to do their job you know yeah it's just please put a mask on you know it's uh, i'm i'm you know my daughter has asthma my my wife has rheumatoid and osteoarthritis so she has pre-existing condition my mother has uh diabetes you know i i'm worried about this for for my family and you know uh the more people start to to care about the person next to you the faster we're going to get through this Plenty absolutely yeah. do you guys have it was a success do you find a lot I mean, not just you know whatever the money that you may or may not have raised for it but oh we didn't it, we, yeah we 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 didn't expect what happened with it it, it really it really gave a uh, um like i said it it it, it brought some some happiness to what we felt like was a really glum time for everybody and then uh you know people knowing what we were going to do uh with the new stuff if if you know when we were talking about it uh uh then all of a sudden the cover song started coming up and then that's when the cover campaign uh you know, came up, we kept putting up, Hey, what should we cover? We kept putting up these lists and then we were getting all these amazing ideas and we were bouncing it back and forth. And, um, it kept changing. We're like, all right, we're going to cover this. And then somebody would put an awesome idea up. We're like, fuck, okay, maybe we'll cover this one. This is a good one. So then we just decided to let everybody, you know, choose in sort of a NCAA kind of way. Yeah, like I was, it reminded me. I I love those. Um, did you play Gus Smacker ever? Is that like a thing in your in anybody else's life? Maybe it was just a Michigan thing. Uh, no, it's no, like no. a young. I, you were you've been in the state for a little bit. So when what you were there, what Smacker? It's called Gus Smacker. It's uh, basically oh. like a summer series of uh, bas basketball kit teams. Kids that play basketball put together four on four teams, right? There's a big um, local community that puts on this thing for all of the kids to play mm -hmm. and adults. There's different. It's like a any other version of hockey or whatever. There's a peewee league and, you know, so anyways, during the summer, there's like two weeks of this where you kind of exactly like battle Royale all the way down to being the winner, hopefully. And then the first person that like loses in that like final, you know, series or whatever, uh, they get the toilet bowl, which is like, you know, the fourth place, you know, what the, the they made this whole entire process be, um, hands-on and fun similar to what That's i was getting cool. to the to your guys's ability to not only lean in on your fans but provide a, almost like a real-time uh visual to what they're putting in so they're seeing that they're getting out of it one yeah. as a fan the communication is there and two then you deliver right yeah. and you guys you're always good, not only from on the stage, from now off the stage, we're talking about it delivering. And that's a huge thing to see bands 
to, to see nine point, I should say, to see nine point because you're a leader in this space, raise their hand and say, listen, you can do good. You don't have to be so dark about this. It sucks and we're not yeah. going to be able to see you soon, but we have this, you know, yeah. and we have yeah. music, you know, and we can, we can do this together. It just, we need your participation. Yeah. And it's, it's, it really is balance. Uh, you know, I, I, I try to explain to everybody there's, I, I definitely use our platform to make awareness. You, you can, you, you hear, you know, I'm, I'm a person that wears a mask. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that social distance. I, you know, I, I, I make my efforts to make sure that the people around me are safe. Um, at the same time, I know that if I'm sad, I'm going to make the people around me sad. So I have to be strong uh, when I am sad. The people around me that normally I'm making happy because I'm a lighthearted person, they'll pick me up when I'm, you know, and it's ebb and flow, you know. So yeah. that's, that's basically what we try to do with our workplace too, is that, you know, we did the serious stuff with the Alive and Kicking and, and uh, Remember Me initiatives, but then you know, after that, we, we, we want to do something fun and, you know, covering Prince is when doves cries, you know, we thought, <laughs> we thought it was going to be easy. We thought it was like, okay, it's going to be cool. We're going to knock this out, you know? Um, and then I forgot how, how long it took us to do in the air tonight. That, that song had five versions before we dropped that version. And we're, yeah. we're, we're about number five right now with, with Dove's Cry. And the last idea that just came is absolutely the idea. So we, we're going to get through uh, this Saturday and then we're, we're going in to record that song. Oh, incredible. So are you guys, how, how, I mean, I assume some of you are together. Where are you? You said maybe you're not in Michigan anymore, right? I, I'm in Michigan. I was in South Florida uh, visiting, but gotcha. I'm in Michigan. I'm going up to Michigan, uh, back home. Uh, I'm, I'm only two and a half hours from the guys. So whenever oh, okay, it's time yeah. to write stuff, I can, I can bounce right over. Yeah. Everybody yeah, else is are, still in Chicago, right? Yeah. Everybody's in, everybody else is in Chicago. Cool. Hey, we're going to, we're going to take a question here from, uh, from Jade. She's one of our ship rockers and this is going to be one of those going way back. A lot. Yes. Let's go. Who and or what inspired you to want to make music? Who and or what? Uh, that's a twofold question. First fold question was in high school. It was a young lady. Uh, I, I had a crush on a girl and um, I found out in my performing arts, the magnet program in my high school, I had a performing arts program, uh, super highly accredited. And I was in the uh, technology high tech program, uh, two different mm -hmm. magnet programs in one school. Uh, but I found out that if you got into one of the plays in the performing arts side, that you got two weeks out of school for production. So you got like a week at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts in Fort Lauderdale uh, to, to, you know, set up the show. And then you had a week of the show. So like, I didn't even have to go to school for two weeks. So I'm like, man, that's, I want to do that. And then there was this cute girl that was in the play that I wanted to try out for. So I did that. And that's how I got into like, so it wasn't some band or some usual no. 
Like, no, hey, I saw Jimmy not. Page and I wanted to nope. be able to, wow. No, okay, it's never some band. No, it's never, always some chick, no, right? No, no, no. It was, it, was a, it was a girl. In high school it was, in high school. Then sure, sure. For Nonpoint, it was, I was, um, I was a host at a restaurant called Beverly Hills Cafe. Uh, I had just moved back in town uh, from Tampa and I was uh, making extra money singing happy birthday to the old ladies at the table when we found out it was their birthday. That is saucy. That's so saucy. The, <laughs> so the, uh, the waiters would give me money to go sing at their tables because uh, I could sing in Italian because I just came out of a performing arts school. So I would sing happy birthday in Italian. And uh, this bass player for this band called Nonpoint Factor uh, asked me to uh, come watch them jam. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to watch the boys jam, and uh, lo and behold, a couple practices later, Rob, who was on the drums at the time, looked at me and was like, so you're going to fucking pick up the mic or what? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. his usual candor. Yeah, kind of scared me into singing yeah. into his, the band. His threatening demeanor. <laughs> yeah, basically, he, he <laughs> threatened me into the band, and... Uh, uh, like we were jamming for about two or three minutes and he looked over at Hector and Hector looked over at him and he looked over at me and he stopped playing and he, he goes, all right, you're in the band. And, <laughs> and that was it. So basically Man. a, a young lady and then B old ladies got you. Yes. Okay. Very good. Basically. Jade, I hope that helps you. It's, it's women. Yeah. You guys. Always. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Behind every strong man is an is a even, stronger woman. Is an even stronger woman. Yeah, Shout out soul to my of a woman, lovely, amazing wife. Was created below. <laughs> the, <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, you, Jay. Thanks, Elias, for the answer. That's a great answer, by the way. And, and thank you. That's amazing. I, well, I gotta ask then. So, like, you and Rob there's been some interchanging members, right? I mean, I, I think that still, it's just the, the two of you of the OG mm -hmm. from that period of time, Correct. right? That's a, that's a qu quite the legacy. And you guys are coming up on, uh, what was it? 22, 21 years to 22. 20, years? Yeah. About to turn 21 years. But here's the thing. Nonpoint has been like Menudo. Dare I okay. say, because Nonpoint factor Nonpoint Factor started in Puerto Rico with a bunch of Puerto Rican dudes that I have never met and Rob. So, and then wow. they all came, yeah, they all came over. Uh, a couple of them came to Fort Lauderdale, uh, hired some other guy uh, named Mike, and then Hector, who was friends from Puerto Rico. And then they all started a new inception of Nonpoint with this other singer, Kermit. And then a couple other dudes came in and out. And, you know, there's there's been a lot of, uh, you know, that's why I've never been really shook by by member changes because it's it's always been, it's, it's never been, uh, it's always just been a thing. It's never yeah. been an actual lineup. It's always just been energy. This, this thing that, I, like, you know, it, wow. it it doesn't matter who's there. It just it just it's gonna stop when it decides to stop. I can't fucking stop it. It's just and and I'm, hey, can I, I I thought a couple times it was gonna stop honestly, yeah. but yeah. it just it just didn't. 
Hey, listen, I want to oh. piggyback what you just said from Jarna. She's a shiprocker, and she mentions Jason coming in. And but but now you what you just said kind of goes to the whole band and the history of it. Uh, these additions that people come and go. How does that change the dynamic, or is it basically Rob and you kind of like we're still going this way? And whoever comes in, or do, what do they? What do they? You know, what's the dynamic? Because some bands change completely. They're yeah, sure that everything changes. There's there's um, there's purpose, and then there is uh, your creative well. So um, there's always uh, this band has been purposeful since you know the day basically. Rob woke up and decided he was going to have not point. He's a very strong willed man. And um, so am I. So once, you know, the wheels start turning, they're gone. And, and there's no, there's really no turning back. Um, but with that as well is optimism. You know, our, our band has a lot of, uh, you know, the music rings throughout the actual um inner workings and infrastructure of our band emotionally. We try to keep each other positive and moving in, you know, a positive direction. But at the same time too, you know, we, we understand it's a business and we, we, we try to keep ourselves, you know, somewhat level-headed. But when it comes to creativity, when someone leaves and then someone comes in, I have a brand new well of guitar riffs, of bass lines, of vocal harmonies there is it it paints a completely it gets me gassed honestly yeah because now i get a chance to like hear something from another direction that i never heard before uh you hear it when we got dave and rashid and adam first in the band when dave was very um periphery style uh with you know some of the stuff in the self-titled record and then even in to the return and then you heard bc starting to come in uh on the tail end of the return with uh poison red and then with x so there was a lot of that you know eddie van halen kind of uh sound that kind of came into the band from uh uh poison red all the way through x and now having jason in the band it's it literally went straight back to Andy because Jason is ridiculous at rhythm guitars and Rashid is stupid at rhythm. So two amazing rhythm guitar players just nailing it is sounds like old non-point to me and makes me want to spit and yeah. get like like it, it 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 like i said it just it turns it literally adds a new creative cog to the to the wheel that people go okay what can we expect now and that's exactly what i want to happen okay so basically they're allowed to bring their creativity it's not like hey you're just coming in we need you to play this they say hey no. got this. okay so no. okay uh, of course there's a there's a there's a sure, there's, no there's established songs already right yeah but there's established sure. songs but there's also two you know hey if if, if People that join our band understand that they're joining our band. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time too, uh, 
it, it's all about giving them the freedom to play what they're proficient in, what they have fun playing, and what they can play awesome with their fucking eyes closed so that way they can perform the way non-point needs them to perform. So there's, you know, there's, you can always write a good song. I can write a good song off of one string on a record. Just give me the fucking nice. guitar. Yeah, but you know what I mean? No, but you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's, it's all about, you know, finding, you know, what, what you, what people want to do the most and what they have the most fun doing. And then they're going to play great enough to be in our band. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you should be a fucking CEO of like whatever version of a failing company that has the right mindset internally, but just has no leader because the, the, the idea of what you just said is, is super important. And I think that all of us have struggled with the um, ins and outs of bands for the most part, except for very few, especially in a rock band when there's, when you're coming up and you're a little bit, maybe not 16, 17, 18 years old anymore and mm -hmm. real life might get in the way and you just have to make decisions. Right. Yeah. Um, and what you said was about the about the room. I look at a, what you just said reminded me of the idea of last night. I took a picture out of off of one wall in my room and out here in my living room, and I took it down and I said, I think I'm going to move that other picture from the other wall to where that was. But then after that, this chair below it, it just didn't feel right. And that may be, I might sound manic here. No, no. The no. idea of what you are doing in that point. Now, once at the end of the night, right? At the end of the night, when I let the pieces of furniture that already existed inside of the room, move them around, I realized that my feng shui, right? My energy inside of it was different. And, and that was nothing to do with literally me at all but everything to do with me at all me because it's how i'm reacting you're right? seeing it now yep absolutely you, you're able to look at people for especially it's a huge thing what you just said i don't know if anybody's is like going to understand just how important it is to to let the strengths of another human being raise their hand mm -hmm. give them the space especially yep. when you're in a situation give them the space to really own that because it's going to bring out something better in the whole. At the same time, you, you, you want to be transparent and you want to help guide enthusiastic energy to be productive and inclusive. Because, you know, just like I mentioned before, I, I want people to understand you know, because there has been that 20 years of me being in this band, when someone joins this band, I, I, I will never ask you to love this band as much as I love it. I can't expect it. You're going to be excited. You're going to be gassed. It's going to be great to be in the band and it'll be new. And that's not true, man. I love it just as much as you. It's just like at this, I've had 20 years of doing this one Thing. This is my baby. So I, for me to have this happy kind of open mindset, I make sure that I'm open about where I feel like something isn't non-point, where it may just be stepping a little bit outside of what I know after the 20 years that I could look out at my audience and go, yeah, I'm being honest with you. And this is really what I love to do. I'm really loving everything that's going on behind me. You know, that, 
that that's what makes band. It's not, it's not a, it's a band is a band. It's not a broken, uh, uh, you know, it's not a line. It's not a lineup. It's a band for a reason because it, it doesn't work if, if everybody's not all, uh, on the same page. You yeah. know, you make a great point there because how many times I, I can't, my favorite part of shows sometimes are when like a singer, like yourself, finish a song and they don't say anything to the crowd. They just kind of turn and face the band members with this big smile on face. Like, man, we really fucking nailed that together. Mm-hmm. And that's always a great moment where the singer's actually taken aback by like this shit behind me that's going on is yeah. fucking amazing. I'm so yeah. glad to be part of this. Yeah. We, so that's we, a great point. That's, that's, I, it's the most important part of the day. So you know, give it its attention and give it its care and give it its due. Um, you know, people almost over the last 20 years, I've, I've had my moments, but a lot of people, I mean, Chad, you'll even say, I, I don't, we don't party as much as most other bands. And it's just because we know we have a show the next day. So I'll go kind of hard, but if my voice is, is kind of like on the edge and somebody runs up to me with a, with a shot, I will turn it down every fucking time because I don't want to suck the next day because it makes me not have a good time. And then that makes it not worth it for anybody. And, and it's disrespectful for the, for, for the people who are coming to the next show. Yeah. Right? And it took, it took me a lot. I mean, it took our band because you know, when we started, it was a situation where like, we were just some, we all came from other bands. We all done some sort of touring at some point, but at the end of the day, this thing was never supposed to be on a ship, right? It was just supposed right. to be this bar band that played at the college campus. Uh, I didn't want to sing all that. Cause I, I sang, I was a, like a pretty proficient singer in the other band. Like I'm talking like, Oh, but like then yeah. I was, I just wanted to get drunk and, and do stupid shit. Right. When Wilson right. started, never thought it would get as far as you did. And it took us a while to realize that like that fucking party thing, uh, it's not cool when you're putting it up against somebody who's really looking forward to hearing that song yeah. that next day or seeing you in a good mood or whatever. And as disrespectful as you might feel when I'm like, I know it says fucking party on our shirt, but today's Friday, so tomorrow's Saturday, and I have to play a show, right? Or whatever yeah. it is. And, yeah. and you've got 20 years of knowing exactly when, uh, 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 what a Monday feels like versus a Friday I, or Saturday, you know? Yeah, and a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, that Friday I play, but Saturday morning I got to wake up at 5.30 to make the radio show to sing an acoustic after just using my voice till two o'clock in the morning so I can bang out maybe three hours of sleep before I get, Elias, wake up, man. We got that interview. And I'm like, all right. La, 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 la. You know, it's like, it's, it's, (laughs) you know, I gotta, I gotta pace myself. So sometimes you gotta hurt feelings. Um, So that's, that's mostly why I hide. (laughs) You know, the saddest part about, and I'm not, I don't want to get dark with that sort of shit, but like it's, part of unfor- the unfortunate realization of what you need to do as a person because your your mind you're such a happy awesome person you love people you want to be in the energy but you have to discipline yourself because yeah. people count on you yeah, and yeah. one of the thing i don't want to turn this into a singer's glory hole right here but like <laughs> you said something about s- sleeping it was like really really apparent to me uh 2015 when uh, we were on like a european tour i think with hailstorm just how much 
sleep really matters. Um, mm-hmm. I got into, I don't know if you've ever had any situations happen and I would love, maybe we don't have to talk about it now, but I got into a mental space where I just couldn't fall asleep because I was worried, right? All oh yeah, about oh, absolutely. Things I couldn't control and it would go on for four days. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I would suck for four days. And then I would sleep and I'd wake up and be like, fuck yeah, dude, you know, or whatever. And I, yeah. I crushed that night. And that moment of from three hours to even five hours is like, it's like a whole new body, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you get in your, I, I, it's so funny. Benji from uh, Skin Dread actually, you know, opened up my third eye when it comes to, to that kind of like mental side of performance. Um, what I what I have learned, you know, for anyone who's a singer out there, listen. This is this this is what it it's it's rest and water. <laughs> rest and water. You need rest. You need water. Warm up as much as you can. But Benji, one time I remember it was I was uh, playing Ziggy's North Carolina. Yeah, Spar- uh, yeah, yeah. Sparberg or North Carolina. It's like two uh, Zig- Ziggy's by the sea and then the other Ziggy's, Ziggy's right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's the Ziggy's. Uh, uh, it was the one with the really bad pisser. Wilmington? Uh, it was It was uh, like a wooden stage. Oh, yeah. Winston-Salem. It was Winston-Salem. Yeah, Winston-Salem. It was Winston-Salem. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> really bad That's fucking hilarious. It was the worst trough. It was a trough <laughs> pisser. It was the most disgusting smell. And it always smelled. It never didn't yeah. smell. It never like, hey, seven does coming tonight. Let's let's clean up the truck. No, no, no. It's no. always welcoming when you show up there like the seventh time you're on a tour. You're like, oh, I know this smell. <laughs> I love it's this right. town. Totally, totally. But uh, I got no voice. I'm I'm absolutely shot. Um, I can't talk, and I'm standing outside pacing. And Benji comes walking over to me, and he's like, "What's wrong, mate?" And I was like, oh, man, I fucking, my voice, I, I can't talk. He goes, what's wrong? He's like, come on, man, you know you're going to do good tonight. He's like, come here, come here. And he put his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, come on, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. He goes, Lord Jesus. And he sits there, and he starts praying to me. He goes, Allah, is going to have a good set tonight. I want you to give him the strength. I want you to give him the power. And I was, like, sitting there, and I'm listening to this man uh, literally pray me into hell. Yeah. Walked <laughs> on stage and fucking killed it man that's awesome (laughs) like literally and and it it just taught me a lesson that that um you know the same thing that you do sometimes you have to you know get out of your head and and get back to to the normal ground and and get yourself grounded and and get out of your head to to perform it happens all that's that's an amazing story i just imagine him looking at side stage like opening up that back little curtain go see (laughs) we've got a question this is actually a super interesting question you might i'd like your take on this uh melissa asks uh elias if what female singer could uh if it, she was someone was replaced you as the singer and hit all the points on all the songs what female singer would it be for you what female singer could sing in non-point mm-hmm. correct Oh, oh my God. What female singer could sing a non-point? Uh, there's this singer out of Australia uh, uh, named Alexis uh, Stevenson. She is absolutely amazing. She was from this band called Tai Sui. Um, she is absolutely amazing. Uh, I She spits like she's from, you know, the Northeast. Like she's, she's crazy and she's got a voice like a, 
fucking angel. I would say she's she's hands down the best. Uh, I like the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think yeah. I think she could she could definitely tear it up. Okay. What's her well, name again? Sorry. Yeah. What's uh, what, what's the her name's her name's Alexis. Uh, look up the the band Tai Sui T A I S U I. They just started a new band. I forgot the name of the band. It's because I'm delirious from driving since five a.m. this morning. But uh, um. You gotta when check you say it out. Northeast, are you are you are you talking about like like Nas? Like, are we talking like uh, yeah, like okay, yeah. sick. All right, yeah, she's she's crazy. Checking she's, that out tonight. <laughs> she's all right, so Melissa. Crazy. I'm gonna pull it. Melissa, up so check out Alexis from uh, Tai Sui. Is that right? Tai Sui, yes. Tai yes. Sui. So check that out. That's who would replace uh, if he had his druthers. He'd never want to leave the band. But if a female could sing for non-point, that's the go-to. That is the one. Right. Justin, you know what? That's probably my favorite. I'm probably the most creative and my. Oh, wow. That's not, not only is that, that's uh, a really cool photo too. Oh, right? I'm okay. Glad, okay. Everyone's see it's TAI. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fantastic. TAI is right. Check out Celestial. Okay. It's, 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 uh, Chad, you were saying about the question. No, I, I think that, that like, you know, the, the thing about talking to, talking about this stuff right you know it's really hard mm -hmm. sometimes for me to like take myself outside of the back end right of the, the musician talk where it's like mm -hmm. you know the the i find a lot of interesting conversation to happen about the the idea of where your mind is during the, the process of creation and, and post mm -hmm. the darkest parts of it and the brightest parts of it yeah but not often do you when i'm coming into this situation do i have to you know have a second to I, every day. I'm like, don't talk about things that people don't want to hear about. Cause I'm sure they don't care about that. They want to hear about the new music or whatever it is. And then you get asked questions, right? Sometimes that the fans will ask that are like, so who is your, what's your favorite color? Right. And you're mm -hmm. like, it's green. Next question. Right? right. That was a really interesting way of like, not only, um, of cluing in more of who you are as your personality, because now we're looking at what you're listening to on the other side, but in a unique way by repositioning, um, you know, the, the, the deck, of, deck of cards there, you know? It's cool. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, 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 absolutely. Definitely. Well, it also but. shows that you have a, you're a fan. You have a depth of knowledge. I mean, listen, as I've never, I've heard of a few bands in my life. That band I've never heard, and you pulled it right out of your hat, and just shows you that, you know, even people who do this for a living, they're fans. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, you do that, research. Uh, it, they actually reached out to me. I met Alexis about, uh, I'd say about, 10 years ago um, uh, and heard her voice, you know, she was fooling around on a computer playing some EDM thing that she made on a uh, garage band. And there was a, she was actually trying to play something for her sister uh, who at the time was like 12 years old and could literally kick Taylor Swift's ass in songwriting. And she was like 12. This girl was unbelievable. I was like, she just wants to know if she's like, how if she's i was like she's amazing you need to get this girl manager and then she was like well let me play and she was flipping through this music and she started playing her stuff uh by accident i was like whoa who's this and she's like oh that's just me fooling around on garage band i was like you need to put a band together and then five years later she hit me up she was like hey check this out and i was like holy shit this is all it takes amazing. a little push yeah, man. The onion too, the layer of what you just thought, like it could have been somebody you stumbled upon, but not only did you, not only did you stumble upon it, 
it came to fruition and you're still a fan. That's crazy. That's yeah, cool. it's 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 so good. It was so good. And like I said, they, they're switching it into something else, but she's still the voice. And uh, the guitar player, uh, Adam, his, his nickname's Churv, um, and Ronnie, their uh, 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 drummer and, and other like, keyboard guitar player, they're just the three of them are just this unbelievable just group of just minds they get into a room they really get creative uh their creative space where they write music is unbelievable it's like it's not emails back and forth it's like sitting in there and jamming they're like doing it for real it's it's that's that's why i adore them so much because they're 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 in it for real do you manage them yeah. I did for a little while. Oh, really? I did. No, maybe I you did. should. No, I did for a little while. Uh, but but just, I was like, when I say manage them, I was just helping them kind of get their, you know, bearings on what they at least needed to do. Help them, uh, pointing them in the direction of a good lawyer and how to copyright stuff and just, you know, just letting them kind of do their own thing, man. Can we, awesome. can we backtrack to something real quick? You were talking yeah. about being on stage and loving what's going on with the band, what you're mm-hmm. playing. Uh, let's kind of focus on the crowd. We have Matthew wants to know, out of the canon of songs you guys have, what's your favorite as far as the crowd involvement, which seems to always kind of bring people to that certain level. Crowd involvement, I probably say hands off is 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 pretty crazy because we normally get the crowd jumping during that song, mm-hmm. and it's more of like a commanding thing. There's a, a bit of a spiel that I, I normally put out uh, before that song, um, so uh, it, it, it's a bit of a, you know it's a bit of that Pied Piper moment, you know, sure. maestro, no, no, fun, yeah. you know, I I. I a long time ago, we did uh, K-Rockathon, and it was, uh, I want to say it was Slipknot, Papa Roach. It's like way, way, way back. It was like 2004 or five or some mm-hmm. shit. Um, it was like 80,000 people. It was the most people that I ever played in front of in my life. Um, and I, rem- I remember not being able to see the back of the crowd, that the the crowd was so was so in such a swell that I I couldn't see the back, and <laughs> I remember walking out on stage, and that was the moment that I knew that um, an audience's energy is absolutely measurable from point of stage. When you're looking out on stage and, and you make that turn and your eyes get and you hear all of your sensory, once you absorb everything that is vibing from 80,000 people at in, in one time and you go, put your fucking hands in. It's, oh my God, it's... It's, like, it's your uh, scream for me moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. fantastic well matthew there you go i'm gonna let everyone argue now on the comments about what song they're someone's gonna say you know whatever whatever song yeah 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 Yeah. okay very good little fun thing uh maybe it's just only fun for me but you you said something that uh kind of struck a chord when you walk out there and the energy happens uh and you're like put your fucking hands up or whatever you know (laughs) i've seen i've been in so many 
situations where like a probably shouldn't have said the what I said I, that came out of my mouth and somebody scolded me for it or literally just told me not to do that and then I went out there and didn't mean to but my energy was so hyped that I forgot that that thing shouldn't have came out of my mouth have you right. ever been in one of those situations where like not necessarily you said the wrong thing but maybe it was just like you know, I'm not going to cuss tonight or whatever because I don't need those words to define who I am. And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is like, make some fucking noise. Yeah. Oh, I have the worst <laughs> say the wrong thing at the wrong time story you will ever hear from oh, a band member in your life. It is Birch Hill in New Jersey. Remember Birch Hill, the old Birch Hill? Oh, yeah. Glass yeah. Drop, Hate Breed, all those, all those bands that came through the the northeast all the hardcore bands everybody played birch hill and eventually it became starlin starlin ball mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um when it was the old birch hill and it was <laughs> fucking mob it was full we were like coming right off a bullet or some shit and uh i walk out and i'm just just flying because we had just done a oh it was it was on to the paint uh, we had just done a whole day of press in New York. So I had New York on the brain. The label's like, you guys are doing great. Here's fucking yeah. lobster dinners yeah. and everything's great, right? Everything's lobster great. dinners. Yeah, hey, Seriously, you know that you're cool with the label yeah. and they give you a lobster dinner. Yeah, they pick you up in the limo, but they send you home in the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> you ride from here or what? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The math's not right. Uh, so uh, we're, we just left New York and that day finished up press and immediately went to New Jersey to play a show. And I'm amped, fucking amped crazy. Walk out on stage. I'm like, what's up, New York City? Mm. In New Jersey. Yeah. That's <laughs> party pal. Became, what did you do? I became Quagmire in that uh <laughs> in that uh that family guy yeah. episode when Swanson's crying and he's like sliding out of the frame. <laughs> no, I actually played it out on the floor. Yeah, yeah, I actually played it off. I was like, I know I'm in New York, you assholes. I just kinda kept going. Uh, but I almost died. Somebody in the back literally yelled, "You're in New Jersey, asshole!" And I went, "I know." Oh my god! Yeah, I almost That's died. That's hilarious. That yeah, because of that, be right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, and I want to move. I'll move on to something else because I do want to talk about this massively cool thing you got going on. But same thing happened to me. Only it was in Kansas City, and who and who came out? Texted me that day to come out. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, we're gonna come to the show. Is that cool?" Lejean standing side stage to, at, in Kansas City. It's not only just Kansas City and Lejean. I'm like, you know, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he came to see our fucking band play." Right? We're buds, but I'm also a huge fan. I didn't think he would have come to see the show. Right? It's right. us. We're opening up. It's just us and Steel Panther, Kansas City, Christmas radio show. That's it. Christmas radio show for Kansas City's radio station. Huge. Come out. Right. First thing out of my fucking mouth is, the, what the fuck is up, St. Louis? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're not in St. Louis. And I'm like, I don't know where to go from here. But then I looked over and uh, I see, I think I saw, maybe it wasn't Lejean and was his friend that he was, he was with. Uh, it might have been the singer from, not otherwise. Oh, anyways, I looked over and he says, he's yelling and he's like, it's Kansas. 
Kansas City. And I'm like, I know, motherfucker. I fucked oh, up, man. Stop. Stop <laughs> so, pointing it out. Wait, then I don't bullshit. know where to go because we're Shredded. in the song. I don't have the moment to say, I'm joking. You know, so I try to backtrack did, did myself. Did no one else put nope. some tape down for you? Hey, here's your right. Remember to say this. Remember, no one put the tape down. My drummer. I'm the guy who would have put the tape down. <laughs> My know, drummer. We, we actually had to start making that note on my uh on my monitor every night they actually had to write the name of the city because yeah you know you you get it we we're, you, when you're touring non-stop you're doing six shows 11 shows one time we did 22 shows in a row i had one day off i did nine more shows before i finally had two days off you know wow. that's that's like three days off in a month and a half it's like you know sometimes yeah. two days in a row every again. night is poughkeepsie Yes, basically. <laughs> Shit. Hello, exactly. Cleveland. Yeah, right, right. That's yeah. You can that one. You can walk off and just say, hey, "It's my spinal top." Hey, you guys seen that movie? It's fucking great. Where am I yeah. at? Okay, hi Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, hey, real quick before we get to Chad, what Chad was talking about, we have one last question from Jason. It's it's about exactly what we've been talking about. Best memory of the statement tour. Way back. Best memory of the statement tour. Okay, statement was. Uh, statement was during the time that we went out with Mudvayne. Um, Mudvayne was just coming out. Uh, they had a ton of buzz about them. Um, it was crazy. It was like some of the shows were ridiculously packed, and then every once in a while we'd play in front of like 80 or 100 people. They were like just literally going out on their own. We became really, really good friends with the guys. Uh, that was my first night with Jaeger. We were in. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. <laughs> She's a cruel mistress. <laughs> Everyone knows where this story's going. Um, I, I remember uh, I, I, I was pulled down from the bar many a time. Um, I threw. I well also I woke up the next day with I love Chad sharpied on my ass from Chad signed by the man himself uh, <laughs> on my ass um, and as he was talking to me and putting me in the van to send me back to my hotel I was apologizing nonstop whilst throwing up my spaghetti dinner down the side of the van. Um, oh my God! Right, right, right in front of Chad and and all the guys in Mudvayne, while they laughed because they were already drinkers, and I was again neophyte. That is hilarious. A B, you you kind of precursored uh, Eminem, right? You know that that at that point in time you said spaghetti. Yes, I literally. And you were nervous, up. palms on yeah. sweat, sweaty, palm sweaty, mom spaghetti. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just <laughs> eight mile man. That is so German and Italian, man. It's not a good mix. You know, just thinking, just thinking outside of the box here. Uh, so that was on the statement tour, right? So, but yeah. 20 ish years ago, 2019, yeah. something like that. But yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. years in the making, uh, right? right? And you guys got a record coming out. I mean, sorry, you're going to be celebrating that record that came out 20 years ago with a live stream concert. Am I correct? On this coming yes. up, October 10th. Right? Yes. This Saturday, we're doing a, 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 a bit of an online movie uh, and it's like a real time live online movie um, during production. We realized that we were capturing these uh, stories that, that uh, we were like, man, we need to 
post this stuff. And then we were looking at it. And we were like, man, maybe we should play it during the show. Um, it'd be nice to take a little break in between the songs and uh, some of the songs. And you really don't have that, you know, back and forth banter with the audience. A anybody knows our band. They know that, you know, any, anybody knows any rock band. It's, it's, it's all about interaction and, you know, the experience of being up close and, you know, being blind from the lights and deaf from the music and smelling like B.O. because some dude put his armpit on your shoulder and you're like, what the fuck does that smell for the next 30 minutes? And, you know, there's so many wonderful things that come with, <laughs> with, with uh, you know, that live show. Um, let's, let's not pretend that that's what we're doing here. You know, so we, we, uh, so we, we started working some of the angles and we were setting up some of the cameras and uh, Frankie, you know, Francesca, our, our creative director basically was looking at it and she was working with Rob Rusha at Uptown and we were, she was flipping through stuff and she was like, you know what, this, this looks really, she's like, I think we can play with some stuff here and, you know, really make this like almost like a, you know, almost like a newscast. It's like, uh, it's like they fly by the ear, you know, they're, they're putting stuff up as things are going on. Sometimes things, interviews go a little bit longer and then they have the next clip ready to kind of go. And we kind of started running a, a test with the team that we have and we put together a fucking phenomenal team of, um, uh, you know, lighting people and camera people and um, decided to invest in it. And, and we did one song flipping from camera angle to camera angle and then going right into that first cut of interviews. And we were like, okay, this is, this is different than anything that we've seen online. So let's, let's, let's make it something. Let's make it an event. Let's not, let's not just make it a performance. I'm so excited. Uh, and this is in the, you can get tickets at your website, right? Yeah. Go to notpoint.com. Uh, you'll get a, a password to enter in and then, uh, the player will be right there. That'll be a, a chat where people will be able to chat with each other during the show. Um, but we're literally going to hit start on the cameras and then, uh, you know, start the first two songs and then go into uh, a bit of the story. Um, I think actually we're going to start uh, with a, a little bit of a story and uh, go into the music and, you know, when normally I would go, all right, guys, I'm going to say some funny shit here and y'all are going to jump off stage and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, instead of all that, um, you know, uh, we, we came up with something that we feel like is, is way more special. I love the, uh, the multimedia angle of what you're talking about here. I can't wait to tune in. Um, is there, a, it's, it's on 9 p.m. I think on Eastern, Eastern time yeah. uh, on the 10th. Yeah, but we're, and, uh, it looks like we're extending it. Um, we were just going to extend it for the 48 hours after. Um, I think we're going to extend it for a week um, because we've been getting a lot of people saying that, that even the, the 48 hours isn't going to be enough. Um, so we're, we're, we're probably going to do it for a week. So keep your eyes and on then is, And then, and then so you got to buy those tickets and go to, and, and, and see it now, right? Because right. afterwards it's going to shut down. Gotcha. It's, it's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. But you'll have your access code will be able to allow you to get in and, and see it as many times as you want um, and, and enjoy it. You know, we, the interviews alone, I'm excited. I mean, we, we've been practicing this thing for almost two and a half months. And uh, Jason just, God, that, 
what an angel that guy's just really come to bat and he's ridiculous he's ridiculous on on, on guitar the guy's you know uh, a, a beast on rhythm so that's basically what statement was all about it was you know four dudes just a, a riff a bass line drums and you know an angry puerto rican <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so okay we'll look for that and we'll remind people at the end of this broadcast so let's Absolutely. talk about the pink elephant in the room uh shiprock for you guys man you guys you along with a handful of bands including pod when we know when we have you guys and and you guys are going to play we know that the show and the crowd are going to be just amazing together so let's have it man you guys have been on it quite a bit let's hear your experiences with it um you know shiprock is almost like madison wisconsin for our band if anybody knows our band they know madison is like like non-point capital city it's like the capital of non-point nation um Shiprocked became like our like international port of <laughs> of call um the 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 shiprock community is is more special than anyone outside of the rock genre will ever ever be able to understand and and it beca- and it's because the majority of us got into rock and metal because we felt like misfits and um so we got tattoos and we got gauges in our ears and we got dreadlocks and we wear all black clothes and even when we're on the beach you know and it's it's <laughs> there's there's a so there's a a bit of a you know a, a stare factor that i get being what i've been for the last 20 years going on vacation so if i go on vacation I, and i walk through disney or i walk through universal i you know every once in a while i'll feel it you know happen yeah shiprocked is the only place that i can go that no one is staring at anybody that everybody can walk by fully tatted neck to, to ankles, dreadlocks, gauges, piercings all in their face, sunburned with two bottles of fireball in each hand and not be like <gasps> with, with that. And, and sure. to get that kind of mental and emotional freedom on vacation that other people just get being average Joes is something that you're only going to get on Shiprock if you're like one of us, you know. And I, t- I tell people that all the time. And once you, once you go once, you're you're my mother, my, my mother, my mother has been on. Everybody knows my mom. My mother has been on uh, before Shiprock. She had been on the Alaskan cruise. She had been on multiple Caribbean cruises, South American cruise, European. She's been on all the cruises she will never do another cruise unless it's a shipwreck cruise. She will only do shipwreck cruises because she's never had more fun on a cruise other than a shipwreck cruise. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, so amazing, before this, uh, oh, no, Chad, please. I, oh, I just, no, I was going to say, say before, be, before your mother, before you did this, she, that was her first cruise. And you're saying, 
no, my mother had been on many cruises before. Um, and, oh, okay. and, and then she, she heard I was going to be on this ship performing and she's like, I want to go. She's like, I go cruising all the time. I know how to cruise. So her and my aunt, got a, <laughs> you know, got a room, uh, and she came and she was like, I'm never going on another cruise ever again. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nonstop party. It was like, it was like she had a great time, man. So, uh, like I awesome. said, yeah, it's no, like you, for it's for people that want to, you know, really let loose. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring it up about being on a cruise and everyone's so accepting and open-minded because that's where they come on and they come on the first time and they're like anyone. They're like even the bands we talk to, like a little nervous, don't expect, and after like a day, they're like, I, I get it, I understand exactly what this is. But to your point it's like so accepting that they it's, you know, with a lot of shows or concerts, well, you go to a show and after three hours it's gone and I'll see you around Bobby. Well, this one, uh, uh-uh. they got names, addresses. They're hanging out after this year until the next ship rock. They're going to like birthday parties and parties and let's all go to the same concert in the same city. That's went 200 miles of us. So yeah. The community, that, so the, the community is insane. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's super cool, but you're right. It's, it's almost like, you know, the way the metal crowd used to be years ago, like, you know, you kind of feel like it's this massive thing, but it feels like it's such a small little thing of just a couple of us. But that's not how it is, I mean, Because now, as the ship rock keeps growing, we keep building this big pool of misfits, as you say. You yeah. know, just love each other and love what we do, yeah. and we love them, and they we feed each other, feed off each other. So it's amazing. So that's an amazing take, and I really appreciate that, man. I really do. And you know, you've been around long enough with us to to fully understand what the whole ethos of this thing is. So. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And and again, the support, you know, stretches beyond the boat uh, with our band. And and like I said, it's it's almost a, it's a whole nother just family of people that that just embrace our band every time we're near any one of them. I, I tell you, and maybe maybe both of you guys can attest to this. Uh, when you guys first came on, at whatever point that was, and uh, you know, obviously you guys tour, you you grow and you get bigger. But when you first came on, it's one of those places where you can go on as a band that maybe has an EP out or something. If we, we we snatched you up from somewhere, but those people, that crowd, makes you feel like you're fucking headlining at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. They make yeah. you feel like you are something special, and that's awesome. And it's such a great feeling because I love seeing bands get that confidence boost you know so. yeah hands off hands off has uh has broken some lights below the uh the stage deck on <laughs> on some uh some ship rocks so apologies Absolutely. to pandora uh, we'll we'll and uh and swarcy's <laughs> crystals i apologize downstairs <laughs> I thought you were. Go, I thought you were referring to like a, a like a ship like a ship crew member or something. I'm like, oh no, no Pandora. Pandora. No, no, the, the bracelets, the the, the, the shitty oh. bracelets you get for your grandma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. You like soccer? Oh, then get her this about... nice little soccer guy. Okay. I'm a singer in a gotta... band. Look at mine. Mine. I got a yeah. microphone. Step up or get out of the way, Pandora. Uh, <laughs> I have one question about the the ship rock experience that. Um, to capstone on on what he and what justin just said the first time that you came on there like it was a pretty magical moment for my band for us also super scary because we were literally like i said it was our first like real we got a tour but like not like this do you remember the energy that you felt as you were like just even pulling up to the port or walking on that ship do you remember that moment the 
the yeah, it was um the first time that I did it. Uh, I actually was asked to come and guest within this moment and sing a duet with um, Maria. Okay. And it was on one of the f- first Shiprocks. And then when we came on with Nonpoint, it was, it definitely had, I remember the, the boat got a little bit bigger and then the crowd yeah, I, I, I had never really experienced that kind of like buzz getting on to something like that. You know, it, it's almost like the, you know, that first crowd that goes into Disney, you know, where everyone knows like, oh, it's about to go down. It's like, you know, it's like everybody's already looking at each other like, okay, you're going to meet you at the bar. All right, as soon as you walk in, I'll meet you at the, for whatever bar, just whatever one you see, just go there. If you see yeah. a bar, I'm going to be at it. You know, it's like that kind of, that's, that's what it felt like. It felt like we were getting ready to like go to <laughs> go battle. To war. Yeah, yeah, man. Boom. It's like <laughs> abandon <laughs> hope all he, you, all ye who enter here. So totally. So they have my pirate, I have my patch over my eye. I had a hook. It's so funny that you say that because it does, it does it, no matter what, even if you do, you've done as many times as non-pun has done, has done, right? You still, you can see that energy. You, you, people are like, it's kind of pent up right outside of there. And then you start it walking is. on, especially when the noobs come on and you yes. see like those, you see some, some like, like some survivors standing here, like you're about to get fucked up, son. You know? Oh no, we say, oh, I pick them out. I did one of my best. Can I tell you my best uh, ship rock story ever? Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. So, by all means. So it was it was the second time that Nonpoint had gone on as the as our band, and I remember I I saw a lot of new faces. I remember seeing a lot of new faces from the 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 previous time, and that I learned my lesson the first time. So this time I was sipping on what's called Miami Vices. I figure, hey, in the air tonight. Miami Vice. I'll drink one the whole time. I'm right. It's half a yeah. uh, pina colada, half rum runner, and it's topped with blue Chirac, which is like the blue. So it's red, white, and blue. Dear, dear okay. Right, but but you know you get the floater and you know you spice it up a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. everyone is seeing me walk around with this red, white, and blue drink, and it's called a Miami Vice. Well, I was standing on the main deck and I'm drinking this thing nonstop, I'd probably a number three. And this guy walks up to me and he goes, hey man, what are you drinking? I see you drinking those for the last like, couple of days. I was like, oh, this, uh, it's a French asshole. <laughs> yeah, you go right over there to that guy, that guy right over there, he'll, he'll hook you up with it. And I send him over to the same Filipino bartender, same dude. I keep sending people over because people keep walking up to me and I keep sending people over to him asking him for a French asshole. And he's like, and for the first couple of times, he's like, what, what, what is it? He's like, you know, half a pina colada, half it's like, no, that's a, that's a Miami Vice. And every time they turn and look at me and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> they're pointing at you and he's like, no, <laughs> he turned around and he, <laughs> French asshole, him. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man, I did that for like two days. I kept sending people to the same dude, asking for a yeah, French asshole. Dude, it, it's, it's funny getting on there like in the morning when we're just clearing out everyone and getting over at the gangway, and you're 
getting ready to get everyone kind of on and taken care of. And you're like walking by tables and there's already like drown, like, like buckets of beer that already been exhausted. Empty. You're like, how Empty. fucking long have you been on this? I just, we just opened up, dude. Upside down. <laughs> it's like, they literally like, <laughs> 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 I don't break, ain't nothing gonna break on my stride. Ain't nothing gonna hold me down. There it is, there it is. Damn. Well, shit, man, we're sitting here at the 75-minute mark. Chad, we, uh, you got any last things for Elias so we can do a little housekeeping here, talk about a few things, and uh, let this gentleman get on with, uh, what is the evening? Yeah. I got one thing. You got some merch for sale we can go find? Is there here? Did I uh, find yeah. it? Yes, that is it. Uh, there's not a lot uh, available right now, but there is an entire line of statement merch about to drop with this show. This Saturday, it's all fresh designs. We got song titles, uh, uh, stuff, and uh, special added pieces. I, I almost want to give it away here first. Uh there's going to be some awesome merch, man. Uh, let's just put it this way. There's something to uh, sip a beverage out of that you guys are going to be so stoked about. I can't. They're so awesome. I, I coffee mugs. Them. Fantastic. I, I don't even want to say it. Nope, not a coffee mug, but <laughs> Damn it. you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You guys are going to love right. all the stuff that we got. They're, they're, the all designs right. are awesome. All designed by Frankie. Uh, she's killing it as usual. That's awesome. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to bore both of you guys for the next 60 seconds. So, Right. Everyone out there in Shiprock land, if you haven't booked with us yet for May 2021, remember we moved from January. There it is right there. Thank you, Chad. We're at, You're welcome. At, numbers don't lie. 90% sold. So we've got 10% of our inventory left. So if you guys want to get on board, um, if this conversation doesn't make you want to be a Shiprocker, then I don't know what the hell to tell you. So anyway, uh, yeah, so get those. Go to shiprock.com. You can still book your rooms. And we also have uh, opportunities to uh, people who are looking for cabin mates, so it might cut you a little bit better deal. Um, get a listen, guys. <laughs> um, uh, new a eBay listing up uh, went up today, guys, on IG. So go to our Instagram and look at that. It's, uh, it's the next piece. Remember, all of the proceeds from our auction for the Shiprock Clear the Deck auction is going to For the Nomads. And that organization is helping uh, road crews who are out of work right now, and they just kind of need to stay afloat. So we are we are 100% behind them. So we want to early thank uh, Al Van Halen. Al was Al Van Halen tonight. Al, thanks, buddy, for uh, opening up with uh, your interpretation of Eruption and a few other Van Halen ditties to celebrate the life of Alex Van Halen. Whatever else here we got going on. Oh, guys, pay attention. Uh, Friday morning on our Instagram, we'll have the next surprise guest for uh, Making Waves 14. With your fortune of these things, my goodness gracious. So just for sure, guys, remember this Saturday, 1010, it's going to be 20 years of making a statement. It's a streaming celebration for Nonpoint. It's $10, guys. That's less than a spaghetti dinner. Wink. Yep, $10.10 on 10.10. So it's real easy go. to go to nonpoint.com. So, yeah. And if you can't see a Saturday, it's going to live for about a week. So you guys do have times if you've got other plans, but make sure and, and, and do that. 10 bucks is nothing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Other than that, man, thanks, brother. We'll do Thank a part you. two. We'll do a part two yeah. of you when things are starting to roll some more and you got other things going on. Um, Cause you're, man, you're one of the ambassadors of, of ship rock for us as far as we know. And you're an incredible person, man. And Thank you. Uh, people tonight were stoked to have you. This was a big, exciting one for a lot of people. So your family, thanks. everyone. So we thank you, Chad. Thanks my brother. Um, shit. Thank let's you. do this again thank next week, realize. shall we? Hey guys. Also, if you want to see, um, Making Waves 1, we did number one through, uh, through this one. Uh, you can always go to find us on Spotify, iTunes, Son Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. 
just type in making waves and you'll pull us up so you guys can enjoy us nonstop. Mm-hmm. Good night, non-point. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.